The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. Hi, this is Lady Petra. I'm Safa Master. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Wow, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's, that's a summer drink. Wow. Oh, for sure. So we're calling this liquid picnic? Yes. Okay. It's a liquid picnic. So what it is is um, equal parts of Lillet and tonic with some citrus. But what I chose to do today was I put three shots of Lillet and then four shots of tonic because I, the fourth part then... I made a um, lemon vanilla honey simple syrup. Mm. And so then I added five tablespoons or teaspoons to each one. And then that's why I added more tonic. So I it see. wouldn't be, because I know Lillet is sweet, so mm-hmm. I, I, it wouldn't be overly sweet. So you'd get the tonic in there. And this tonic is a citrus tonic. Mm. So it works well with the lemon. That is absolutely delicious. Yeah. It's just a delightful beverage. And with the suggestion of them saying making a lavender simple syrup. Yeah. I can see how that's will work with this. Yeah, because of the floral notes. Because you can taste the floral. Yeah, I was going to say, you can taste the floral in this, so. Yeah. Nice job. Nice really? pick. Yes. All right. Wow. I'm still in subspace. <laughs> Are you still? Very much so. That was, that was extremely hot, whatever we did right there. Yeah, that was, yeah. When is it not hot? It's never not hot. <laughs> it's always the hottest it's ever been. That's a cool thing. Yeah. That is the cool thing. Well, today we were going to have a conversation about um, the concept of self-expression. Right. Because, you know, when I first heard it, somebody say, oh, you should, like, do this because it'll expand your self-expression. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm completely self-expressed. <laughs> but that's not what it means. It doesn't mean like you get to say what's on your mind. That's not what, when we say your self-expression, that's not what that means. Right. You know, what, what did self-expression, how did it occur to you the first time you heard the phrase? Well, a way, the way I present myself to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be, include how I speak to others and and you know really probably more about how I speak out loud about myself um and then the choices I make on what to pursue and and put my energies into um are are that self-expression of myself however when I 
I could understand that concept, but I was like, I don't know what I am. Yeah. <laughs> After 30 years of a dead-end marriage, I, I hadn't felt fully self-expressed forever. So I was like, well, I don't know what that means. Right. <laughs> I have to decide what I'm going to do, who, what, you know, what do I like? I think we had a t- conversation one time and you were pressing me on like, what do you like to do? And I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> which is weird. But a lot of the things I did before were defaults because my spouse wanted to do them. And I am a pleaser, so I would just acquiesce to whatever he was doing and and morph into what his self-expression was instead of really exploring what my self-expression was. And and there were times when I would try to self-express myself, you know, I would enjoy reading and want to read or something, and I would get chastised for, well, you're reading, you're being antisocial, you're da-da-da. So mm. then, you know, here I am trying to express myself, in what I have interests in and you know I was being told I was wrong basically yeah so so you know for example the way you've taken on becoming a sommelier yeah and making these cocktails that we drink every day like that's a self-expression for you completely yeah completely and the way you present yourself to me as my collared slut is a self-expression for you Exactly. exactly. And in that contrast, like the way I play in the kitchen is a self-expression for me. Yes. Right. So, so when we talk about self-expression, what we're talking about are the ways you passionately engage with the world. Yes. I yes. think that's that's, yeah, that's that's how I would look at it. Yeah. And and it's true on an individual basis. Like you get to, you know be a massive football fan or mm-hmm. or in my case be a massive rugby fan mm-hmm. right or be a massive formula one fan or right. like i get to do that on an individual basis and you get to you know be a sommelier mm-hmm. on an individual right. basis mm-hmm. right for example right but in the context of relationship that self-expression takes on a whole new construct Right. Because now it's your self-expression in relationship to another person. Oh, yeah. I think one thing that helped me with self-expression in relationship was um, there's nothing wrong. And, and with that, you having that conversation with me of, you know, if you want something, you can decide to present yourself because that's what you're needing. And I'll recognize that. Those are one of our agreements, right? So, like, even during play... I'm very much myself as a submissive, but I get primal at times, and sometimes I'm just like, I'm going to grab you. (laughs) And I do because I know there's nothing wrong, and if you were feeling like something else, you would redirect me, or somehow we would communicate during the moment. But I wouldn't feel wrong, and I'd still feel like I was expressing myself. Mm. I want to um, come back to that, but I want to attend to this notion of there's nothing wrong. Right, and I want to I want to sort of illuminate. You know, we keep saying that, but what does it mean? Yeah, I mean, I think when we first started talking about it, I was I can uh, conceptually I can understand that notion, but I struggled with like yeah, but there are like real 
inalienable goods and bads in the world and this is wrong and this. But when you combine it, or at least when I combined it with what's so, it helped me um, recognize well, there's nothing wrong. I mean, that's just well, what's well, so. Well, as human beings, we have a tendency to make meaning out of things. Right. And we put wrong into the space. There's really nothing wrong. Like, for example, I was thinking back to a conversation we had one time where you you had some disagreement about whatever it was we were talking about and, and you were like hanging on to that disagreement and I kept saying, well, there's nothing wrong. I'm just going to make you some food. We'll just, we'll just eat <laughs> yeah. food. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Can you just stop the conversation? <laughs> yeah. And, right. and, and, then, and then eating the food, you're like, well, this is delicious, right? <laughs> and, and then you, you sort of get present to like, you know, we get into, we get into sort of heated conversations with each other as, as human beings do. Right. And there's really nothing wrong at the moment. Because if you look at, like, is there wrong in the world at the moment, in, in your world? Like, there's a roof over your head, there's food on the table. Right, right. What really is wrong? Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong. We just create the concept of wrong. And that by doing that, we suppress self-expression. Mm-hmm. Because now we're making meaning out of things. And we're, we're pushing the conversation in the direction of the meaning we're making. Because we're adding that to the space. Mm-hmm. You know, we put wrong in the space. There's nothing wrong. Now, we can have a conversation and, and have a back and forth and resolve whatever the disagreement is without having a, you know, without making a bunch of meeting out of it. Like, you're a bad person for having that point of view. Right, you right. Know, we, don't, we don't have to add that to the... Which is a judgment. Yeah. And, and again, a lot of that that judging and assessing comes from our past. Like, we bring like all the previous interruptions we've had in our life to the to the moment. Right. And we make put wrong into the space and then that suppresses our self expression. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I just wanna like put a notion on there's nothing wrong in in the sense that there really is nothing wrong. Now, in the world at the moment, we have a coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. That's problem we have to deal with that but that's what's so but that's what's so we have absolutely no control over that it it is what's happening i mean we can't just snap our fingers and have it be gone yes it's it's what's so now we can be responsible with our with what that societal context is right and do the things that are necessary to protect ourselves and others by social distancing, wearing masks, wearing gloves, right. those kinds of things, staying out of public spaces. You know, you can do those things, right? And then, and but there's also a group probably having a lot of anxiety over this. Yeah. And it's really an, an uncontrollable. You, it's not within your control. You can be responsible yeah. to protect yourself. Yeah. But even if you protect yourself, which we have people who are protecting themselves, they still get COVID. Yes. It's unfortunate, but that's what happened. But that is what's so, and it doesn't mean anything's wrong. It just is what's so. Now, sometimes what's so is kind of sucky in a human standpoint. You know, people dying, that's sucky. Mm. No one wants that to happen. That's horrific. But we put meaning on making it wrong, and, and this isn't the first time a virus has spread through the human race. I mean... No. I mean, this... No. This is biology. This is what happens. And so right. I'm not saying ignored or, or 
make little of it. It's a major pandemic right now. We have to address the reality of it. Yeah. But there's no meaning behind it. It just is what we're in right now. This is what, and and because of that, we have to deal with it a certain way, certain circumstances to be responsible. Um, So as long as you're doing what you can do, that's all you can do. Right. Yeah, so there's nothing wrong in a conversation between two people where you're bringing everything from the past onto the table. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're making the other person wrong in a bunch of different ways. Right. But there's nothing, there's nothing actually wrong. There's really just whatever the disagreement is. And so bringing it back to this notion of self-expression, by us making meaning and you know, putting people down or whatever, that really is inhibiting their own self-expression. What we want to promote is this idea that as human beings, we should be fully self-expressed. It doesn't mean you get to say a bunch of words. It yeah. means what you get to do is explore whatever it is you're interested in. If you're interested in astronomy, then your exploration of astronomy is your self-expression. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Some things are simply a matter of exploration as a self-expression. Mm-hmm. Some things are a matter of doing. You know, like you, yeah. like you, you're not just interested in drinks. You make interesting drinks. That's your <laughs> yeah. self-expression, right? right? Right. So I want to encourage people to look at themselves from a, a new perspective by asking themselves, like, what is the self-expression that they have that they haven't explored? Hmm. And, and, to, and to encourage them to sort of take that on. Right. You know, take on your self-expression and, and see where it leads. Well, and that would go into into some of it of like even when we talk about our fetish lists that uh-huh. there's probably things in your fetish list that you want to explore uh-huh. and you know that's always a, a thing like so let's say you're into bondage or you have this notion that you think you'd be into bondage and there's there's like tons of different types of bondage all kinds right like all different types of tines whatever yeah and a lot of times, people just want to try and say, well, I like that kind, I don't like that kind. Yeah. And and so their expression might be still in bondage, but it might be a specific right. niche of bondage. Right. And that's okay, too. I think what happens is sometimes, um, you know, typical fetishlish is just really uh, broad-based, and people are a lot more specific hmm. about stuff. That's, that's why we got into a whole discussion about safe words and things like that, because people yeah. have specific specificity in a certain scene of how far they'll go or what they'll do yeah and i think that comes up um and there's nothing wrong that you don't like to do everything right in bondage right just because you don't like every single kind of it doesn't mean you're not a rope bunny or whatever i think that's part of the self-expression is figuring out what is your thing yes exactly that's what it is it's figuring out what is your thing Really, and then and then exploring it. Yeah, because because that's your self expression. So one of the things I'm present to is that in our relationship, your self expression as a submissive in our relationship mm-hmm. is being fully developed. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know you occur to yourself newly as a as a result of that. Yeah, totally. Um, even when we begin playing with. Um, you know, spankings and different type of implements. And then, of course, 
you have several sized floggers and we tried different ones and then we played with the idea of does it is it better to warm my ass up first or yeah. how does that work and and the reality for me is uh, yeah i love flogging when it turn you know after after the build up and it becomes that impact thud i don't know why it's like getting hugs over and over again it is um an energetic experience for me yes and the only thing that really prevents me maybe from lasting sometimes is sometimes my my ass is a little too sore but you know, usually my arms are going to fall off because I'm hanging off the mantle. Right. You know, and we're three or four hundred strokes in. Um, Somebody once commented from a picture I had, oh, so that's what a mantle is used for. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. I, yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I like that, but I'm not sure I want to be whipped with barbed wire. Right. Do you see, you know what no, I'm saying? No, you've got your own self-expression as yeah. a submissive. Yeah, yeah. And as a masochist, like your your zone is where it is. It's not like there's a there's and there's a, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong, and, and it's that's not, the and, beauty and it's not behind like it. There's a competition, right? That's the beauty behind it because I I do remember getting first into Fet Life, and I think I mentioned this before. You know, was I subby enough? Right. Online doms would say you're not good enough, and maybe that was her tactic too. Right. Um, but. You're not subby enough, which is shocking because I'm pretty obedient and you're, pleasing. You're extraordinarily obedient. Yeah, so that seems shocking. Even to me at the time, I was like, really? That's yeah. really weird. Um, but but even people saying judgy and competitive among subs would say, oh, well, you're not truly a piss slut. Or oh, you're whatever. not right. truly a masochist and, right. you know, because you don't do this. And I'm like, I always thought, that's weird. Yeah. You know, just... So here I am, I'm called a woman, and that's like someone telling me, which had happened when I was younger, you're not a woman because you aren't this. Yeah. You don't have this shape yet, or whatever. Right. That's not true. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no I think, I think anybody who's, who's um, judging and assessing whatever your sexuality is, yeah. isn't privy to your own self-expression. To they mine, just, and just they aren't. might be struggling with their own self-expression usually with their own, because right. they've got they put some criteria in place whether they're meeting it or not. But that's well, you they're know. putting they're putting wrong in the space. Exactly, they're they're making it right or wrong. Yeah, as opposed to just acknowledging you for your own self-expression. Yeah, it's not a competition. No, it's just a, uh-huh. a state of being. But self-expression is is interesting when you actually mindfully go on that path and choose to do things. Well, I want to I want to take self-expression one more step into relationship. Okay. And I want to talk about how your self-expression complements my self-expression. Okay. And how we complement each other and we we sort of pull for each other's self-expression by the way we interact with each other. Like mm-hmm. like like I pull your submission toward me as much as I can in my beingness as a dom and Mm -hmm. and you as a submissive pulls my dominance toward you as much as you can in your self-expression as a submissive Mm -hmm. and and how together our self-expressions enhance our experience of being with each other or being who we are like being dominant or being submissive i feel way more intensely submissive as a compliment to you yes than just 
let's say on plain online submissive for sure yeah yeah i i want to i want to try and relate the experience of pursuing your self expression um into relationship as a way to create the relationship mm-hmm. you know like i'm looking i'm looking at self expression of a couple like each of them toward each other in the way they're being mm-hmm. as what sourcing relationship in a way mm-hmm. you know cuz 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 we we have a sex forward relationship right. like we do right and our sex forward relationship lives inside of a context of kink and dominance and submission and that's our relationship and our self expression fulfills on that both mine on my own and yours on your own and then the way we relate to each other inside of our our self expression as a dominant and submissive couple well it part of that it re- requires us to be responsible for the relationship yes because one of the self expression things that i have and do is writing you a morning little love note little note when you used to go to work yeah when i used to go to <laughs> <Yeah>. work <laughs> Uh, and just leave it because I get up so darn early before you and then, um, you know, leaving you a note, really expressing where I was at for the day. Yes. Which then creates you. And then, you know, showing you a picture that I'm plugged creates you. And it's, and being responsible. I think there are a few times I've, I didn't send it, send some of those things right, right at the very first time of the day. I got busy at work or something and forgot. But I was responsible to remember it. It was on the forefront of my mind. And that was me be expressing myself as a submissive, creating you, and then thus creating the relationship. Yes. So I think, I think that's really the point of this conversation, right? It's that in a dynamic, because it's outside of the normative sort of societal vanilla world's mindset of what a couple is, because the dynamic is extraordinary just on its own, yeah. it does take something to create it on a day-to-day basis. You literally have to be responsible for creating your participation in that relationship newly every day. Yes. to to fulfill on you know the self expression of us as a couple yeah i mean yeah, that's what the i'm getting at the aliveness of the relationship yeah because yeah. we have our own individual self expression correct and yes you know you're a sommelier and i'm a chef and that's great but it's inside of our dynamic as a dominant and a submissive mm-hmm. inside of that dynamic where the actions you take that you describe, for example, to create me and the relationship, and then by response to that, keeps that notion alive. And it's something we do every day. Right. And yeah. committed to doing. And I was telling you this before, what's amazing about the closeness of our relationship is, you know, it isn't a task like I look at, oh, here, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. This is a to-do Check it off my list to do. I look forward to it. I actually have to sit in the bathroom a while while I'm ready to write the note in the, the dim light of the morning and think about where I'm at and really put time into that. Right. 
Well, it brings you to being present to what you're up to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's me expressing myself as your submissive. Yes. And creating the relationship that creating the relationship of our dreams of yes. what I want. Yes. In relationship. Yes, and that's your self-expression. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I think it's powerful. And this is this is really what's at the root of the coaching, right? The root of the coaching is to help people discover who they are and what their self-expression really is and then to find their partner who complements them. Yeah, aligns. Yeah, like that's the intention yeah. is, is to give people the power to do that. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. That's all I got. That's all I got, I feel, I feel complete. Okay, me too. Yeah, okay. That's it for today. You can find us on your favorite podcast directory. We also have an RSS feed. If you're interested in online coaching for kinksters or online domination, you can visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. And if you're uh, having comments or suggestions or drink ideas for our podcast, you can email me at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. That's it. That's it. Cheers. Cheers.